0: Southampton, 2013.
1: Another round.
0: To find a good steak around here, not like back home.
1: Fill her up.
2: You've had enough.
1: Listen, sweetheart, you're paid to pour drinks and look pretty, so how about you shut your mouth?
2: I'll bet you get the hell out of my bar. No where to go. Hey, Dhamma Vasia Zamolila Daodette. I said she asked you to leave.
0: never thought I'd find Mr. Spencer wasting away in a shithole like this.
1: (sighs) Who the hell are you?
3: Nep, Neptune.
0: Never heard of you. How about this? You heard of this? What is that? You really don't remember anything, do you? Podcasts! Hard. You can't hide in your past, John. No matter
3: what you do or where you go. Who are you? What is this? All right, you don't remember me. But what about them? George, Trevor, the Batman. <sighs> Newsbot. Look! I said look! Those were your men, men who assembled uh, the holocaust under your command. Owing to them to remember, John, if you walk away now, then these podcasts are all for nothing. Enough. <clears throat> Damn it.
0: Six months of searching for you, and this is what I find.
1: Project Umbrella,
0: it's where you belong. Everyone's waiting. Everyone. Good evening.
4: Hello.
1: Hello.
5: We're taking you back, John. One way or the other.
6: Previously on the Project Umbrella podcast.
0: The most ridiculous story point, the most ridiculous action moment in the entire game is when you're on the back of the helicopter and you're with the guns and Nishina is chasing you by jumping on different helicopters. And Sherry, in her wisdom, is like, don't worry, shoot down the helicopters, the civilian helicopters. The, you know, that they're being piloted by our agents to get us out of here don't worry about don't worry about them and their friends
4: and family and kids at home shoot them they're not civilian helicopters they're They're new umbrellas umbrellas. are they yes
7: (laughs)
6: Project
0: Umbrella Hello and welcome to episode fourteen of the Project Umbrella Podcast, wallowing in the quagmire of the disappointment of Resident Evil Six and praying to the biohazard gods that there's a revelation sequel. We have a wonderful lineup today for this very special podcast because it is, of course, our fifth anniversary podcast special. Yes, Project Umbrella has actually been going for about five years in some way or the other, so we can celebrate this fact with a wonderful podcast. So, joining us today, we have NewsBot. A founding member of
3: Project Umbrella, and webmaster of the URL. Significant contributor to the Resident Evil mythos. Website translator, providing rare and exclusive materials to the entire community. An almost encyclopedic knowledge of the canon. Over seventeen hundred. Belfast, Northern Ireland.
0: This news Hello. We have the Batman.
3: One of the staff members of Project Umbrella. With over 700 posts on the PD forums, well-known biohazard fan, and frequent commuter to numerous Harvey's fan sites, creator of the fantastic Biohaze timeline, and well-versed in the rest of evil canon, from Bolton, England, it's Batman!
4: Hello. george
3: trevor staff member of project umbrella with over 700 posts on the PE forum. webmaster and founder of crimson head elder border of rare and exclusive biohazard material well respected contributor to the biohazard community from Bristol in the West Country It's George Trevor
5: Hello, I have been medicated so there'll be no ranting from me tonight. Oh
3: there's lots to see in Bristol, so come down and look around but best beware cos places there ain't always what they sound.
0: Stars Tyrant
3: Well known and popular wrist fan. Huh? Contributing to the Reddit Eat community, one of the original RE horror legends, and creator of the Fantastic Timeline. And the only person to have three special introductions done in this Max to style voice. From Lincoln, England, it's. Stars Tyrant! Hello. There's a star man waiting
0: in the sky He'd like to come and meet us When he thinks he'd go
3: online uh, Mr. Spencer Founding member of Project Opera And well-known community member Contributor to the RPG Dispatch And other biohazard players Outspoken member of the
7: Project and Runner podcast and <laughs> hater of the Gin and action
1: group. From
3: Portsmouth, England, it's Mr. Spencer.
1: Hey, alright. Rumble!
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: At me, Neptune founding member of Project Umbrella, and contributor to the website and articles, supporter of the Resident Evil Portable Games, and author of the Confidential Report Editorial, mastermind behind the Resident Evil Monopoly, from Southampton, England. It's Neptune! Under the sea, under the sea,
4: there'll be no accusations, just friendly crustaceans under the sea.
0: Okay, on today's podcast we'll be looking at all the uh, all the latest news. You'd think a two litre
1: bottle of Strongbow would get you quite well, drunk, but it doesn't it's... really do it. We've let him come back and already he's... <laughs> already causing problems already so not on, an
0: addict on today's podcast we'll be looking at all the, uh, all the latest news and game news since the release of resident evil 6 i don't think there's too much but we'll have a look through that anyway and then we're going to be delving into our thoughts of biohazard in 2012 i'm sure we'll all agree it's been quite an eventful year we'll be looking at the highs the lows the okays the games the films and everything else we can think of
4: yeah. you mean the film
0: the film yes yeah, sorry so did i pluralize films
4: you yeah. know you did You yeah, had me worried
0: there <laughs> we
1: can have a little book section aren't we as well you see Nick Nick thinks we're just talking about what is it retribution as opposed to damnation
0: Damn it is that what we're doing Oh never <laughs> We'll also be looking ahead in fact to uh, Biohazard in 2013 Now, there's not a lot of information coming out at the moment but we can have a quick delve into the crystal ball to see what we can all collectively think of is going to be happening next year and see if it can match the activity at least of 2012 and then, of course, we'll be finishing off with Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard quiz. So that further ado, due, let's crack on with the news. Okay, uh, first bit of news. Resident Evil 6 has now been out for quite a long time. Uh, and then the sales are starting to creep back in from Capcom. Uh, latest news of the PlayStation 3 sales is around 820,000 units, I believe. Uh, I don't think we've had any uh, sales figures from Xbox.
1: Has but, it broke a million?
0: Uh, this is just on PS3, Okay. not yet on Xbox, I don't think. So I know the sales figures before the game actually got, released quite quickly after the uh, release got scaled down a bit, Capcom suddenly realised that the reviews weren't particularly great, and it got reduced down. Any surprises?
5: Hasn't it found its way into a top ten of the worst games of 2012?
1: I'll tell you one surprise I had, right? Ori 6 went to my local game for trade in, And guess how much they'll give me for it in in-store credit? Go £10. On. You're joking! £10.
4: You can buy it brand new for £24.99
6: yeah. I think. It's a terrible but why would you? price. <laughs> well, for £25 quid, it's quite good value,
4: isn't it? You should get some kicks out of it.
6: Operation Raccoon City didn't go down that fast, did it?
0: No, and I, I think I've got a theory on this. It's because it
4: wasn't available at game. If it med- is now. It's actually more expensive to buy than Resident Evil 6. <laughs> <laughs> Them sales figures you mentioned, they're a bit low.
0: Well, this is just for PlayStation 3. I mean, this is what I um, had a look at Biohazer from, and they seem
4: like, to... Is that the Biohazard figures from Japan? That's not including... It's, yeah, I Absolutely. thought it had broken... Yeah,
6: it's the so, Japanese sorry. seals is and it? they're only for the PS3, so...
1: In regards to Ori 6, I watched it on YouTube, even though I got the game right. <laughs> and I couldn't have been the only person who thought this. How they built Chris... To be this sort of really alcoholic, guilt-ridden—you know—I loved that angle for him. I loved it. It was very sort of old Snake kind of feel about him, and I thought great because I give all the shit he's been through in his life. I think he deserves that kind of—you know—that's going to break him,
7: mm.
1: and. I believe they should have killed off Chris at the end of Overwatch 6. He should have given his life in a heroic act of self-sacrifice and immortalised himself in the history of the canon.
4: I completely agree.
1: Took a bullet for someone or anything like that, gave his life, and then, nope, that never happened waste
6: opportunity the story was a bit shit from the die in though it was
0: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean a general disappointment for most Biohazard fans whereas I think RE5 was split and I think obviously with our discussions and podcasts afterwards most people like the story's good gameplay not bad blah 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 blah. Biohazard 6 there's generally been quite a disappointment all round I think in the community there's not many that have gone oh my god I love it
1: 5 was a better game it's a better game than 6 <laughs>
0: Other news: Newsbot has been moonlighting on Biohaze, announcing news before he puts it on Project
6: Umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) I used to put them on. He's jumping ship. (laughs) <laughs> I used to put them on TV first, but then a day he's later, gonna, the horror would post theirs.
1: Whoever's in charge of this little two bit operation, right, Need to get with a new spot because he he's showing signs of dissension here. He's going to jump ship <laughs> bio haze. He's, he's already going to be in Yamaha's pocket by the end of, you know, this month. So he's going to give them all the, <laughs> all, the so it, all the stuff. But we need all the stuff. We have all the stuff. We need it. Project Umbrella yeah, needs
0: know. it.
6: Exclusive. Yeah, we, Exclusive. We have it. Exclusive.
0: Exclusive. <laughs> Newsbot, did you want to elaborate on the news, i.e. the Biohazard Ark anniversary? Of what's coming um, out with that?
6: The anniversary thing is just one of the another box set of all the main series games, again. I another did one for the GameCube, the Biohazard Collector's Box, I think it was. Yeah. Did that one, and then I did the fifth anniversary one, then there was... Probably another one, I can remember. They've done a lot of box sets, really.
0: This one has access to all the digital downloads, isn't it? Uh,
4: yeah, it's
6: PS3 only, I think, as well.
4: It's got revival selection and things like that. Yeah. It? 15th anniversary box set was better, because you actually got a disc copy of all the original games. Any other news at all on the, uh, on, the on the game front? There's Ooh. a new patch coming out for Resident Evil 6, isn't there? In a couple of weeks, I think. Oh, right, okay, I didn't know about that. What's that correcting?
0: The story? <laughs>
6: Sorry. It actually finishes the files.
0: Oh, at last.
6: Was it? No. Oh. <laughs> uh,
4: I think it's got like a. Uh, you can choose where you want to play in a chapter. Like it saves. You know, when you reach a certain checkpoint, you can play. If you want to replay that checkpoint, you can select it from the beginning of the level rather than having to play through the whole level if you want to, I think. They've fixed a lot of multiplayer things as well.
6: There are the no real chapters. It's just five chapters isn't it? Which are all one big thing.
4: But like if you wanted to skip through the first part of Leon's where you're forced to walk through half the university you Uh. can do if you want, I think. I think that's what it means. And gets rid of the QT's if you want. Although arguably the walking parts are the best part in the game.
0: So if you move on to site news, uh, Newsbot, was there anything you wanted to inform our listeners?
6: I've said this before, we're almost definitely going to be publishing a making of Biohazard 1 book. Oh, right. We're in contact with Kenichi Awell. He's the writer of the game, and he is basically explaining the entire backstory for us and certain other aspects.
0: So we say publishing in a kind of physical format, as opposed to... Yeah, in a,
6: in a physical format, yeah. Wow. I think uh, Welsh talked to... Capcom's licensing guy mm-hmm. in Japan, and he basically invited us over for to interview the current staff as well.
0: Oh, shut up! Oh my but god.
1: But
6: there's no other details about it right now. He just extended the invite, basically. I,
0: I do
1: like Welsh. She's a good guy. He's like the rockwiler. We send him in, he gets <laughs> shit done. You know, know to know how it's done as long as it's, it's done.
0: done. Really? So you've been invited over to Japan?
6: Welsh has, but you know, I'll probably go along as well if. Of. Oh, I saw Go Japan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, That'd be the road trip. But You, you need to take some ideas of, as to a new game to tie everything together or something. Go hey, look here. Accidentally leave it on a developer's desk or something. Yeah, Things that need corrected in a patch or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
5: four skinny westerners just turning up to tell them why they're Game franchise is now so fucking shit.
0: Or prepare t shirts going, I love Alex Wesker or something. Just put like a little note on the desk, a
1: little post note, which just basically says in like shitty handwriting, Put me in your next game, <laughs> you put, or your know, Paul Birch, and a little picture of yourself so that their modelling department can model
5: your likeness. We could like stop off in America, sever the head of Paul Anderson, and bring it to
1: Capcom's offices. <laughs> just chuck it on his desk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's not such a, not the severing Paul Anderson's head, but the the actual getting yourself into a game is something I know the Pokemon franchise do. It's the ultimate prize on, I think, every generation they do some kind of promotional thing, whereby if you win it, you get to be one of the trainers you battle in the game. Who the fuck
1: wants to be in a Pokemon game? What What, about to see yourself? It's all pixelated and stuff.
0: It's an example, John, of developers you know, trying to include a lot of their fans, so it's not out of the realms of... uh,
1: Uh, EA did that as well, I think, with uh, Dead Space 2, they had a competition running where, like, if you won it, you could feature in the game as a sort of minor role, and this this kid won it, and he plays like uh, a survivor who gets dragged away by a Necromorph in the lift.
0: Oh, there you go, then, see? So, there you go, new spot, you can... But you can see his face. You have a violent death in the next game, if you play your cards right. Um, other site news, because it's the fifth anniversary of Project Umbrella, I've been discussing this with my fellow podcasters uh, via the forums. If there is demand for it, and I I don't expect there will be, but if if there is demand for it, I will be releasing the hard copy format version of my Resident Evil Monopoly. The kind of editorial is on the website, but at the moment you cannot download the the original full-size version if you would like to print it off. So, um, as a little treat for all you Project Umbrella.
1: Nick, you've got to search the bigger prize here, my friend. What you've got to do is... (laughs) you got to go to Capcom. When, actually, that's what you do. When um, when Welsh and Paulia go to uh, Capcom, talk about your Monopoly game and say, right, Monopoly, big success around the world. It's like Star Trek, Monopoly, Star Wars. Listen to this one. Biohazard Monopoly. What do you think? We could market it all over the world. People will buy it.
0: Actually, that's not a bad idea.
1: And there you go. People <laughs> will buy it.
0: Paul, oh, I, I could get one printed off. Send it to you in the post, and then if you're going to go to... um. If you're going to go to Capcom, you can give it to them as a bargaining tool to get Project Umbrella in some way in the next game.
1: And you could earn royalties from someone else's IP.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's legal. but (laughs) That's not a bad idea, though, is it? That That is,
1: yeah. I come up with good ideas, I've been drinking. I mean, they,
6: they brought out a fucking shitty card game, so they did last time. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying the Monopoly shit, I mean the <laughs> is shit. Yeah, I
1: know. No, oh, well, well, we weren't saying that. Why are you saying that? Why did you bring it up? You <laughs> you were thinking it. You were thinking it. I
6: know, no, yeah. I mean, they tend to branch out into different
1: Yes. I'm not saying your game's shit, Nick. I'm not saying <laughs> that at all. It's like, well, we weren't that. like, well, No, no, I, no saying... I mean...
6: What I mean is that they go into other mediums like comics and yeah. cards and books oh, and whatever.
0: Wildstorm. Oh, I know what you mean, t- t- But yeah, that, that's actually quite a good idea. I could uh, I could send you a copy.
1: And
6: yeah.
0: Act- like de- I said... definitely, of course, leave it on someone's desk.
1: Saying, I seem to come up with good ideas when I'm
0: moderately pissed. <laughs> I'm sure there's a moral to that story somewhere, but... Excellent. Yep.
1: Maintain a constant alcohol level in your bloodstream at all times. Never go beyond it, never go higher, but never go lower either. Keep it at that level, and your mind will work at peak efficiency.
0: I think that concludes the site News, unless anyone's got anything else they need to share with the community.
4: Biology oh. of Evil Part 3.
0: Oh, yes! Sorry, I forgot. Biology of Evil is out and is awesome, if you can understand oh, this.
5: F- my husky's just gone into the toilet and <laughs> had diarrhoea in the toilet. Well, at least he knew where to go. No trained dogs. Right by the toilet, but we've got a got—we've he's meant to go out. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, fucking hell. Right, I've just got to go and
1: tidy up dog shit. <laughs> See you, I me. Mean? Welcome to the Project Umbrella podcast, <laughs> where, where our members will be cleaning dog shit off their toilet floors. Yeah, go to
5: sleep.
1: Live. I'm <laughs> coming to you live from <laughs> Bristol. It's George Trevor cleaning dog shit. Oh dear. Very glamorous, <laughs> very glamorous lives we live here.
0: So what, what did everyone think of Biology of Evil Part 3? Oh, Amazing as always. It is, they do such a fantastic job there, uh, the Doctor did... and I can't pronounce Heronis? Heronimus. Heronimus.
1: We got George Trevor there cleaning up dog shit in his toilet, and then you got me slightly drunk listening to Olivia Newton-John. So <laughs> I guess we're a very
0: lively bunch. We are, and we're trying to put some promotion out for the Part three, because this one deals with T Veronica, G Virus, Gvo, and, and Nemesis as well. as well. I haven't had a good read of it, but I've, I've read bits, and it's as good as it always has been. Very it's difficult very, to very follow. Good.
6: Yeah, tackling the C Virus will be a bit of a bitch, though, because uh, I'm I was updating the T Veronica article today. Okay. And depending on where you look, it says that T Veronica was made from either the gene of a queen ant or the genes of insects. Oh. But I think the insects part's meant to be referring to the Queen Ant, but if that's true, then the sea virus, which takes its insect mutation characteristics from T. Veronica, somehow creates wasp-like creatures and moth-like creatures and spider-like creatures from an ant.
1: The, can I just say about the uh, biology of Evil, the first quote they have is so fitting. Science isn't about why, it's about why not, Gabe Johnson.
6: <laughs>
1: Very appropriate, I'd say.
6: Uh chronology of evil it'll be oh. finalized soon hopefully will that, yeah
0: will that include resident evil 6
6: yeah every every game up till now basically
0: That'd be wicked. What, and
6: we'll have a lot of beta stuff as well
0: ah okay that's something to look forward to what do we do in the chronology of evil when because not every file has a
4: date do we have a go at guessing we've, we've got at least a year for every date haven't we
6: yeah yeah it's not as much. if
4: any of them are complete guess i'm like, gonna
6: try and cut down on the real life references i know i put a lot into the first one, and I'm going to try and cut down on the actual size of the timeline events as well. Just to, make it, just to make it more neat and concise.
0: Definitely looking forward to that. So we'll now move on to our main discussion, which is a reflection and analysis, if you like, of 2012 and the year of Biohazard. <coughs>
3: The facility has been breached. We're closing shut. Prepare to go home. We could lose crucial evidence. Are you finished now, Director O'Brien?
7: We are Veltro, vengeful messengers from the depths of the Inferno. Kill these bastards
3: already. A oh, spirit of jealous and immutable force.
7: but I don't feel any different You know, between me and you think we should ask for more money. Mr. President,
0: make me do this. Okay, so we're going to be looking at the uh, year that is 2012 which I think we can all agree has been one of the busiest years in biohazard history, probably coming close to, I think, 1999 and 2001 yeah. in terms of activity in the Resident Evil community. So we're going to be looking at all the highs, because there are some highs, I think we can all agree on that. And I am back. Excellent. So there are highs of 2012, and I think there are some lows as well. And we can look at kind of the positives and negatives, what we can draw from the series, what's going to be kept in the series, what aspects we can you know, try and maybe look forward to in 2013. So I think we'll start with maybe looking at the, positive so we're going to start on a high so uh newsbot what did you think this year was the best for in 2012 what was the best part about 2012 uh,
6: rim- dog shit <laughs> oh, so this year we'll get we'll get to you, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you. Uh, revelations yeah
0: i got revelations for yeah. any particular reason gameplay
8: or story or
6: uh, both
0: Just <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, star siren
8: i do like bits in 6 i do like bits in revelations I'm not really, nothing really stands out apart from probably still the ending of Res 6 with uh, with Ada. My favourite
4: scene, I think, of any Resident Evil this year.
0: Okay. Batman?
4: Uh, I enjoyed Revelations a lot, and then it all went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed Damnation. I thought Damnation was enjoyable, but a bit pointless. I suppose with most CGI films. Uh, George, what's sure views.
5: Um, similar to Batman's, uh, Revelations was a, a real high. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, exactly what uh, I think Resident Evil should be. If it's not just going to be purely walking around a mansion very slowly, picking up objects and doing archaic puzzles, which is what I would want, but Revelations is, it was was perfect and it went dramatically downhill from there.
0: <laughs> John, what did you think?
1: Well, I, again, I'd say Revelations was a, was a very sort. It went back to sort of the original kind of like survival horror kind of you know shtick, and then kind of went tit sort of already six didn't it, so...
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, we've all identified Revelations as a particular highlight. I think that came across certainly in our Revelations podcast, but let's dwell on that for the time being, and let's reflect on what was, let's be honest, a quite simply sensational game for the 3DS. And uh, let's recap ourselves on what was great about Revelations.
7: What the... Are you okay? I'm fine, but the ship's crawling with Mm BOWs. Damn it.
0: These things are hiding everywhere.
2: Where's the leak?
7: This one's a swimmer. I try to stay out of the water. Ready?
2: I'm always ready to stay out of my way. No. Ah,
7: I miss field work. I hate to have to dirty my hands. Make sure you get my back.
2: So it's you and me today.
6: Yes, looking forward to it.
3: Let's have some fun out there.
2: Abandon all hope,
3: ye who enter.
7: That was false.
3: (laughs) What have they created?
7: We can do this, Chris. (laughs) The
5: graphics for for a handheld I thought were phenomenal. I don't know what anyone else I, thought. I, I suppose, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of showing my age there. I, I still can't get over the fact that you can get something, you know, uh, that looks better than GameCube. Such a tiny little cartridge, but that's because I'm an old bastard. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. The atmosphere was obviously very good. I love the fact that they went onto a boat because uh, I thought it was a really good setting for Dead Aim. I think survival horror works beautifully where you can have those sort of The Shining style, you know, long, odious-looking corridors. And um, I thought it was an absolutely perfect setting for that type of game.
0: How did everyone think it came across on the handheld? Do you think it was a successful transition onto a handheld console and something to be followed in the future?
8: Yeah, but I don't I'm not keen on episodic style
6: levels. I don't think they should have made it 3DS exclusive. No, at least yeah. at least the Vita, if not H D consoles.
8: Oh yeah,
0: the Vita that no one I mean that we had Resident Evil portable. But I think that was confirmed to be Revelations, wasn't it, at some point?
6: Uh, There's some weird debate about it. Depending on who you ask, some will say it was just outright cancelled, or the project was moved to Revelations, or that Portable is still just in development hell.
0: Oh, right, well, so you never know. I have still yet to play Revelations. It's a crime that I haven't got a 3DS yet, but there we
8: go. I
5: mean, mean, as a game, I think we'd all agree it's strong enough, it's ambitious enough to be on a main
0: console.
8: Yeah, certainly, and... um... Thank God for the return of a hub where, you know, you just sort of walk and quest and get keys.
0: Yeah, because obviously that was very missing from a lot of the... A lot of games, even from Resident Evil 4, had a bit of a hub, I suppose, but 5 and 6 had zero hubs, Mm. which is upsetting. And John, you must have been pleased with Revelations, as a Queen Zenobia fan that you are.
1: Of course, yeah. That ship should come back, even though it blew up. I think they should do a new game set around it, but before it got infected with a virus, but it's more like The Sims. <laughs> you sort of go around and just do average so sort of, it's not really survival horror it's more like uh how would i describe it more like an adventure point and click or something like that like you go on a dead. cruise maybe yeah yeah that's really good but i mean but there's no zombies it's before there was an outbreak it's just a normal average cruise ship <laughs> and the worst you deal with is probably you know a little outbreak of the norovirus and that's it and dogs doing diarrhoea. And... Maybe that's what... Did you hear about, the, 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 it's here about a, that? I just finally managed to get the image out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> there was like uh, a norovirus on the cruise ship that came into Southampton. Mm. And I instantly thought Queen's Obia.
0: Did
4: you, you yeah. put the virus with them? You, you, of course have... it
1: would go to Southampton, wouldn't it? I
0: mean. Batman, did you have any other things you wanted to say about?
4: Uh, I like the story for Resident Evil Revelations. I know a lot of people think it's stupidly complicated, and it maybe is, but I think it was really ambitious, that What you know, what they actually tried to do compared to other games.
6: I thought it stayed sort of truer to the story of the first game than the rest, because it was more of a mystery yeah. type than a... Just the, like, three was an escape drama. Two was sort of just a desperate survival type scenario. But there hasn't really been a real mystery scenario in the series since, like, the first game.
4: I just thought that was really impressive, and uh, it's essentially, like, just one big chess game between O'Brien and Lansdale. It is complicated, and for the story they wanted to tell, I don't really know how they could have made it a bit easier to understand, really. Because there was so many hidden elements to it, and obviously the shit translations we had.
6: Yeah, the price cells involvement in the game just completely gets lost in translation.
4: Yeah. I mean, you knew what they
0: wanted to do, the, the classic storyline of, you know, the person that you're answering to is behind it all, you know, that, that, that kind of thing. And you, and you got that, and it was obviously kind of replicated in Resident Evil 6 as well, but it, it was... You know, Resident Evil 6 wasn't as complicated as that, and you still kind of got that sense of, oh, no... Simmons. But, you know, it it got a bit convoluted and a bit stupid when you found out that O'Brien was kind of causing outbreaks, you know, this this kind of thing, setting his team up just to prove a point against someone else.
4: No, but he wasn't, though. It was just, it was the only way, it was the only thing he could do to expose Lansdale.
0: Mm.
6: I don't think he set up any outbreak yeah. means he just organized uh, a false hideout for a terrorist group.
4: Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was the FBC that attacked it.
6: I think the terrorists themselves were the ones that created the uh, Wolf BOW.
0: Oh, oh, for me,
6: which I, I still don't know what what virus actually made that. I don't know if it's T virus or T abyss because it doesn't say anywhere. Oh, so if it, if it was T abyss, then the FBC would be the only ones who create it. But if it was the T virus, then Pretty much anyone could have done it.
4: The only thing I didn't like about Revelations was that I didn't like the terra grigia levels. Agreed. I thought they were a bit unnecessary, and it was nice to see the hunters come back in this game, but they dumbed them down so much. I mean, if you think about how hard they were to kill yeah. in the original Resident Evil, you were just gunning them down for fun in this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get those two, don't you, in the mansion, in the same room. You're like, oh, shit. And then you get hundreds just coming at you, and it's not quite the same. I think again with the Terra Grigia it's a bit of a missed opportunity. Uh, they could have had quite a lot of good levels set in the in the chaos, a bit like what they did in RE6, you know, with all the hunters being dropped down and people fleeing, and presumably you get the ooze as well at some point, but you never see them in the video. I
6: like I like the Teragrigia parts, but I think they could have been executed a bit better because they really just reduced them to the mob type boss fight. You kind of get in, Five and six, and four sometimes. Or you're just continuously fighting a wave of enemies.
0: Yeah, it seems to get a bit tedious. Okay, so I mean that that was a positive. I think I think we, we can come back to Revelations when we look at the negatives because I think we, we've kind of touched upon some things there. But I think it's only about time that we move on to Orc Operation Ork Rack- <laughs> Operation Racking City, which is that was back in March, I think. Now, so that's nearly a year old. Command,
2: Nemesis located, preparing to engage.
6: Damage state that nemesis will attack anything you need to disable it first. Oh, 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 oh. that was a really poorly placed release like a month after one of their bigger they were actually yeah bigger game mm. they released what? their bigger game on one handheld that wasn't actually that popular with the user base then they released the shittier game on the more popular consoles. It's just a really bad decision.
4: The whole strategy was weird as a whole because everyone was getting excited about revelations and then that release was completely overshadowed cuz they decided to announce Biohazard 6 like literally a week before it came out.
1: Yeah.
5: With do you think it was sort of Capcom's attempt to just produce, you know, a really like a a dumbed down version of Resident Evil for the masses to, you know, effectively open up their audience for Resident Evil 6?
1: It was an experiment, I think, to see if there's any interest for it in, like, the card market, and it paid off. There is interest. Is there? Did- I'd say so, yeah.
6: The sales were pretty good. Look the reviews. Yeah,
1: sales fig- Look at the sales figures, they speak for themselves.
6: Revelations in RC, so like, Two different sides of the same coin, really. I mean, one do you think, one guy... I
1: was just gonna say, um, do you think like you know the big heads at Capcom are gonna go right? What do these guys think on the forums? What do these reviews say? No, they don't care about that. No. They go, I to get their sales figures out, and I going to look at their little portfolios and go, right, how many users did we shift in for that game? Oh, 1.2 million, that's good. How many users did we shift for this? Hmm, half a million? I'll take this one because this obviously has more demand. It's all about numbers and figures, not reviews and words.
0: But they're taking that on a step you're saying, obviously, was it used as an experiment to open up to the COD masses, and Resident Evil 6 was very much like, you know, in the action fold, and therefore the sales figures for Resident Evil 6 weren't as good as they expected. So, oh. uh, you know, was it was a kind of a, certainly a mixed bag for Capcom in terms of sales this year. Well, I think Have... the
1: problem is that they kind of merged it with the kind of classic and end up sort of, you know, they tried to appease everyone and ended up pissing off everyone because no Mm -hmm. one was happy. Because the COD people weren't happy that we had this sort of, you know, the sort of dark sort of survival horror things are very slow paced, and we weren't happy because we had the action stuff going on. So no one's happy. I mean, look at the review scores. Mm -hmm. Look at everyone's reactions to it. I mean, like you you said An intelligent,
5: well thought through game, you know, that that you can have action that survival horror lovers are going to hate, because I think that's the sort of the big misconception. I mean, there, were, there was action in Remake, there, you know, there was action in Resident Evil 2 and in Resident Evil 3. There were just, you know, the, the pace and the style of the game obviously wasn't action orientated, but I mean, obviously there's no Resident Evil game where weapons don't play a major part in upgrading or collecting better weapons that are enemy related, enemy specific for bigger BOWs, runs right through the series. I just think it's how... Intelligently, the game's handled, and you know there was there was no finesse, wit, or imagination at all, and hasn't been in, in, in the series for quite some time now. I think.
0: Can we take any positives from Operation Raccoon City, even if it's a, <laughs> even if it's no. a simple thing like,
4: oh, it's no. nice to see Ra- Stagler Gas Station. It was nice to see Nikolai back.
0: Yeah, that's it. Is that the tidbit that we can grow that they haven't forgotten him?
4: Well, the thing that annoys me about Operation Raccoon City is it's quite a clever idea. And if they just mm, yeah. if they just put some effort into it, I mean, I've mentioned this before about lack of communication with development teams, and I know this was outsourced, and I know it's not canon and whatnot. But considering a large part of this is all about government spec ops versus Umbrella, they could have brought Simmons into it. You know, they could have made a lot more effort with the story, really.
6: Uh, uh, the writer of Free. Kyle Moore, the one we interviewed a while ago, he actually wanted to, he would have wanted to act as an advisor on the game story, but they, he's like readily available available to them, because he helped out with Degeneration as well, but they just didn't come to him.
0: I, I think you're right, I mean, the potential there is, is there for a great game, and I, I don't necessarily mind if it's a, you know, a total spin-off in the sense that it's like COD, because obviously you know, Resident Evil Survivor and things like that are nothing like the standalone series, which is fine, I don't, I, there's always place for silly spin off like that but i think what really upset most of us was just the fact that it was marketed this is canon this is canon this is canon at the 11th hour oh it's not canon if they've they gone from the beginning so oh no don't worry fans this, this is a bit of fun uh kind of what if you know it's, it's not it doesn't replace anything just to have a bit of fun then people would have gone into it with a bit more okay let's see let's see what it's like as opposed to you know by the time it all came out we were slating it
6: yeah i think the only person actually saying it was canon was Mike Jones, one of Capcom USA's marketing guys. Oh, right, okay. Kawada and the Japanese staff really just didn't pass judgment on it either way initially, and then halfway through they started coming up with comments that it wasn't canon, and then two days later Mike Jones would be like, no, we're not interfering with canon, it's I, canon.
1: I know this is um very irrelevant,
6: but I was browsing
1: the forums, and I noticed your avatar, Nick. What's that about? Why is there like a little mouse on Simmons' shoulder? What's the meaning behind that?
0: <laughs> it means you don't, you don't listen to the
1: podcast, John. Well, Summarise it in a media-friendly soundbite, you know, what the fuck does
0: that mean? It's funny, but I wish I knew about it so it's more <laughs> funny. Well, it's a comment from the Batman. Neo and brother, that's a great idea.
4: <laughs> we theorised that uh, D.I.J. was the main bad guy. In the
0: whole
1: series. <laughs> oh God! And I that, gotta go and watch this. podcast. Oh my
4: God! What, how he basically sits on Sir Simmon's shoulder and tells him what to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he whispers, "The own brother." That's a great idea. <laughs> 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 like, which podcast is this? Which Probably the. I don't think it's the six one. I think it's the one
4: before six. It's the Cord Veronica one, I think. The Okay, Veronica one whatever number that is. So he's the real death, like <laughs> fucking pink in the brain or something. Yes.
0: Here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a highlight of RE6. We, I've, I've been able to make a good avatar. So there we... um, again but, though, I, I would say with uh, Operation Raccoon City it could theoretically still be canon if they decide to ever make a sequel and go, oh, this is all a training exercise. Uh, one. No, no. But,
4: no, but the potential was there in one or two scenes. It's not, it's not
6: Metal Gear. V- no, no. Yeah, that's VR sure. training.
0: Sure, sure. But and I, I actually like the characters. I, th- I thought the. Uh, I
6: f- thought they were fucking horrible.
0: Did you? I, th- I thought they were okay. I mean, I, I like. Obviously, they're a bit different. Stop you there for a second, Nick. I know you're in mid-conversation.
1: Paul, can I remind you? This man <laughs> likes the live-action movies. His opinion <laughs> is pretty negligible at this point. It's like. He's got no credibility here.
8: There's a couple of really nice tie-in moments. If they just maintained that and kept the geography the same, and irrespective of how poor the game is, I I could have appreciated it. But it just fails on every conceivable way.
4: I think you mentioned, Sean, that scene where the Spec Ops team turn up after Nemesis has infected Jill.
8: Yeah, it's simple, isn't it? That's how
4: hard it is. Another scene I liked was where the USS watch on a monitor in the lab. Leon and Ada... And Ada dies, and then they go to the power room, and the surprise that her body's gone. Yeah. You know. That was a nice little subtle touch. Apart from them two moments, the rest was just utter bollocks.
8: Like taking Claire around the sewers to find Sherry. Just It can be so disproved with the main canon that it just has no reason to exist. It's ridiculous.
0: So we don't hold up much hope, or at least uh, not a positive for the... So, with so what, have,
1: what have we learned from the past ten minutes of conversation? That We still hate Operation Raccoon City, We still do. We still it before, do. Yeah. and we still hate it now. And we're probably going to hate it in like
6: 20 years' time. I went into the game trying to like it, but Mm -hmm. then the first line Hunk speaks, he talks about the G virus being a compound. A compound's a chemical. It's not.
0: It's it's it's
6: not a fucking virus.
0: I just got annoyed in the first level when you constantly died from bloody Birkin. And that, I think George will remind you of that, that bloody mechanic of like, you couldn't get out of the way. Yeah. It, he kept smashing you over the head with his silly little thing.
8: It felt a bit straight away for me when you went to Birkin's door, and the lab just was completely nothing like the lab in Resident Evil 2. And that you know there was Slant Six expecting the core
6: fanbase to just accept it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so John, in answer to your question, we still don't like it. We still think there could have been more effort gone into it.
6: About Birkin's door, do you know how they just reused the dialogue from two. <laughs> Bured worse <laughs> yeah there's no gunshots Birkin just kind of screams
0: Oh yeah how oh, about when, when he's get when he's been attacked and, and you're yeah. waiting outside the door. <laughs>
6: And the oh, scream, play the scream is so poorly, like, I don't know the word, a distance between his actual lines. So he finishes his line and immediately two seconds later, he screams as if they shot him mid-sentence.
8: You don't think it's I'll just, just hand over just, my
6: life's work. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just really, really poor.
0: Okay, well, I mean, we we kind of, t- t- there's nothing else you really want to talk about, I suppose, with Operation Raccoon City. It's a... It's a sour point of the year, saved a bit by Revelations being excellent. And we've touched on the negatives of Revelations, I suppose, with some of the storyline. But that kind of linked in with Resident Evil 6, I thought, followed quite a similar story structure, at least, uh, which I've touched upon earlier, with, you know, who's behind it all and Simmons being in charge for everything. So let's do negatives of Resident Evil 6 first. We can spend some time... Oh, do you want to do it in chronology? Okay, fine, we'll do it in chronological order. In between Resident Evil 6 and Operation Raccoon City, we had the second CGI film, a sequel to Resident Evil Degeneration, which was Damnation, another film for Leon and all your Leon fans to get a kick out of him. The odd insertion of Ada as it transpired, although I think every fan was quite excited that Ada was back in this. Once you watched the film, her role was very pointless.
2: Looking for someone? Ada, it's been a long time, Leon.
7: What are you doing here?
2: I was about to ask you the same thing.
7: Did you release the plaga?
2: Don't make me laugh. I'm not interested in defective products. I'm just here to lend them a hand. Them? Although it seems as if my help wasn't needed.
7: What are you doing here?
2: If they attack the capital, it'll make my job a lot easier. That's all. By the way, when are we going to um carry on from where we left off that night?
7: Anytime but now.
2: You're angry with me, aren't you? Suits you. Quick word of warning! This town will be purged soon!
7: Women...
0: I think that was the general consensus. Apart from that, I thought, just my own personal sense, I thought it was quite enjoyable. I think I've only actually watched it once since owning it, which is quite sad. I should try and watch it again. I think I got more of a kick out of the little tidbit at the end. With the doctor doing all the experiments, that was I like that little extra showing all the um, the history of like the liquor and the Cerberus, B O W, and things like that. But I thought the film was fairly enjoyable, and <laughs> the quality of having the um, the tyrants come back was amazing. I thought that was great. So that, that was my positives from the Damnation.
8: What did everyone else think? I agree. Tyrants coming back was a very very nice thing. They've been gone for far too long, and, and the moment they, they were back, it was very very exciting. Um, Ada's involvement is is odd. Pretty much assume then it's not Simmons. At The end, don't we? So, who is it? His brother.
1: (laughs) No, it's the mouse, isn't it? It's (laughs) D.I.J. It's not, it,
8: I'm not wrong, though, is it? It's not Simmons, is it? No, it's, it
4: can't, it's can't not be,
6: no. We thought for sure it was because it looks like the exact same model, exact same clothes, and you can even see the fucking beard from behind. <laughs> but I think they probably just didn't really design that person. Just decided to reuse Simmons' design from the back.
4: I find it really odd how Damnation is completely unrelated to 6, considering it had the same scriptwriter. Mm. I find it very odd how they've done a prequel to RE6 in the form of a manga comic that's never going to be released in English. And yet you've got this quite well-made CG film with a worldwide release with the same scriptwriter coming out a month before the game and it's just completely unrelated.
6: The story is a bit... Uh, it's one of the weakest ones in the series, I think.
4: It just doesn't explain anything either. That new plague or whatever it was, didn't explain how it worked or what it even did really
6: yeah i think the series suffers from it's in a lot of the series materials where they they have a good foundation for a plot but then everything beneath that foundation is just uh it's bollocks really
0: john what did you think of um damnation have you seen it i haven't seen damnation yet oh,
8: okay <laughs> sean any anything you want to add um no not so much um it just it, it just has that whole it's very it's a very apathetic film isn't it it's very easy to not care about it as much as it, the last sort of half an hour is very action-packed and enjoyable, it, the whole sort of film just... I, I think, in retrospect, Degeneration is the much better movie. Ooh, that's quite it's a
0: overwhelming. I, m- I remember us all being quite happy about it, because we did a podcast quite quickly after it, but then I suppose we hadn't had Resident Evil 6 at that point, and so we were hoping for all these connections, which you just touched upon earlier, that links to Resident Evil 6 were none.
6: There's, there's a reference to Damnation in 6's files, But it's nothing really substantial. It's just about Ada being in Eastern Europe. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I found the
5: context... A bit underwhelming, really. I mean, warring republics of Eastern Europe. I mean, I've got relatives that are from Eastern Europe, so I can be rude about them. I find <laughs> Eastern Europe, in, well, one of the most dullest parts of the planet. And you know, to set to set a story in there, in that long dialogue we got at the beginning, telling us about the you know the warring republics. So it was just all rather dull. And if anyone else found that,
6: I was hoping for a bigger focus on BOWs actually being used in war, but. It didn't focus on it. It focused more on just Leon fapping about.
8: Yeah. And Buddy
4: should have been Ark Thompson. Well,
8: yeah. yeah. That, that goes without saying.
4: I mean, I can understand from a sales point of view that they'll want a standalone story, but if you chopped the whole Lidonia section off Resident Evil 6 and made that into a CG prequel, so mm. to speak, that would have been a fantastic, you know, lead up to Resident Evil 6.
6: It would have been a much better introduction to the Jawaharl as well. I don't they... think
4: that there's. I don't think there's enough sort of communication going
1: on between yeah. different divisions of Capcom.
6: Basically, I don't think
1: Capcom's left hand knows what its
0: right hand is
6: doing. I'm pretty sure that that's pretty much true.
0: It's a shame, without sound like an old record, again, Damnation, although you know, I thought it was quite entertaining, was a bit of that missed opportunity with linking it in very nicely with RE6 and having, you know, we could have had a lot more going on in Edonia.
4: You know, you could have had Sherry and chris as the main characters introducing jake and have it end on a cliffhanger when carla captures them both and chris bangs his head
1: bangs and his I'll, head that's how you're going to explain that he gets like his state he's or oh, he just bangs his head a bit and he's weird That's i can imagine john sitting at a um, what is it like a a, a meeting for like you know concepts and such and, it's, and he comes in and he's like right got this idea Chris is going to be he's got amnesia and he's really he's an alcoholic and he's really jaded and bitter and they were like great that's amazing That's a really good sort of direction to hit the character but how do we sort of explain this in sort of like a narrative sense and John just says John just sits there and like, lights up a cigarette and he goes oh I just banged his head just, <laughs> just banged his head a bit like, okay we'll start with that <laughs> just
6: put he banged his head he actually does uh, bang his head
1: <laughs> pretty hard as
6: well Actually, yeah, it, just... it, it goes through concrete. I think. I thought Leon's um, so
5: Leon's attempt at surgery on the uh, the parasite was, <laughs> was from the Dark Ages.
8: It's quite <laughs> I mean,
5: not, not not even a local anaesthetic.
8: So my good deed for the movie is to paralyse a teacher.
5: <laughs> yeah, and then he gets really he gets a really pathetic looking wheelchair at the end. Which <laughs> Which he's yeah. got to push up that like and like Capcom, I don't know if they actually make no one like, helps him. Yeah, and it's cobbles <laughs> as well. I kind of. That that, I mean, of the, the biggest emotion I had watching Damnation was actually sort of sympathy and frustration for the fact that he didn't have one of those motorised ones.
0: <laughs> it could have been at least a <laughs> Professor Xavier style, wheelchair, <laughs> yeah, but you know that'd be quite cool. But no, 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 no. That, that, that was a
5: tough gradient. And uncommon as well.
0: <laughs> it is. There should have been funny outtakes, kind of what like they do on like Toy Story and stuff of him trying to go up and then falling back down again.
4: <laughs> From your posh voice, Nick, I was watching X Men first class and i think you'd make an excellent young Professor Xavier. Would I? <laughs> <laughs> that's, good, that's good to know.
1: It's because I listen to your voice, John, and I thought you would make an excellent young Gene Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
5: Narrating a hovis ad.
1: <laughs> the home version was based on John Chowd when it was a young lad going through the cobblestone streets
0: of Wiccand. <laughs> we digress. <Now. laughs> So, I mean, in kind of like overall sort of damnation, I mean, are are we thinking it was a good thing for the series, pointless thing for the series, and we expect almost like a a trilogy of Resident Evil
8: films beginning with a D? I I like the universe for it being in it. I like standalone stories sometimes, you know, and and I'm happy it's there, even if it is just a bit pointless. pointless.
4: They're all standalone stories now. It's turning yeah. into the James Bond franchise. It is, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, first, the first ten films are all about Blowfield slash Wesker and Spectre slash Umbrella, and then it just turned into, you know, a think... stand- standalone I... film that becomes a parody of itself. There's an
6: editorial in I think Degeneration was a better, better from a story perspective, because it, it was standalone, but it contained enough references to previous events and stuff to... Yeah, keep it relevant.
0: Just about, I think. Obviously, with the um you know Trisol G virus, and then how they tagged in um Ron Davis to you know to the Raccoon City incident, and things yeah, like there
6: that. was quite a few good references to mm. the U.S. government trying to cover stuff up and stuff, stuff that wasn't until then covered since the supplemental material. Free, really.
0: Well exactly. Even like spin-offs like Dead Aim and Survivor, I mean, they are in themselves standalone, but they do you know, they they, yeah. they do they do enough with it to make it link quite nicely.
6: Yeah, I say this a lot. I think the series is meant to be looked at more as a whole than as Separate entities, really, because I actually had a look for them, and this ties into something I posted on the admin board earlier. All of, for example, Sujimura's stories, they're all pretty much connected. And well, if you'd seen what I posted on the admin board, you'd see the two, Code Veronica and uh, the other one, Zero. Yeah, Zero. They all pretty much converged at one point. Well, Romantic converge And they've sort of kept it. Five continues the whole progenitor thing, and six continues the US government thing, but adds the whole useless Carla Radame part. So I, yeah, I'd say the whole series is like a big hole, except for stuff like damnation is the only exception, I'd say.
0: The problem is, though, as I alluded to in one, it's just a case of they're almost like looking at that degeneration map, aren't they, and going, oh, where should we have the next one? I think they've covered every possible geographical location, at least visually, as to where they can go, with possible exception of Australia. The
5: story itself, though, doesn't move on, you know, I mean, with six and um, to a certain extent, five and with revelations very much. So it's just a big, you know, convoluted mess that doesn't have any sort of bearing on a running theme. You know, almost, as you say, completely standalone and don't actually do anything specifically to add to the, the story in and, and the way that it, I think, for example, Dead Aim did. You know, it, it was standalone, but it added something. You know, you had the the aspect of uh, an umbrella facility having to be on the high seas because of what was going on with the company and and, and had been shut shut out from everywhere. Um,
6: this was sort of Spencer's last throw of the dice.
0: And, of course, a direct continuation of Hunk's Fourth Survivor storyline. Yeah, Richard. yeah, absolutely. It's well, also
6: I... a direct continuation of Code Veronica's ending because of Umbrella's position at the time.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly, yeah. Well, I think that that does bring us on a bit to Resident Evil Six in some way, or the other it does. Um, so we can move on to that.
2: We're beyond sympathy at this point. We're beyond humanity. Job, huh? Sure. My schedule just cleared.
0: We did have a very, very lengthy podcast about it, but I mean, it's still fresh in everyone's minds about the game. We still know what uh, we all think. So does anyone want to just wrap up their conclusions as to what they thought of Resident Evil Six?
5: If you take Resident Evil Six out of the series timeline, you know, is it any poorer? I mean, have we learnt anything from it? Has it has it you know has there been any revelations for what was going on in the past? Obviously we wanted to see what Ada's who she was working for, you know, what her you know her sincere motivations are, we we didn't find out anything new there particularly. And kind of that's really how I would judge it. Take it out of the series timeline and you're not losing anything.
4: Yeah that's spot on that. If you think about all the numbered entries, each entry is always advanced the plot to some degree until you get to six, you know, two introduced us to Raccoon City and Leon and Claire, three ended Raccoon City by, you know, having it blown up, four introduced us to the Plaga and moved Leon on as a character by having him working for the government, five expanded the Plaga and finished the Wesker plotline, but six... Like you said, you could remove it from the timeline and things wouldn't be any different. All the characters are in the exact same place at the end of 6 and what they yeah. are at the start of 6. Except Sherry.
6: I, th- I think 6 would have been better if they just removed the whole Carla stuff. Suzaki's really, really idiotic clone desire that ended up getting in anyway. I think they should have kept that completely out and mm-hmm. focused on the U.S. government's part because the U.S. government's part has been hanging since free and has never really been approached really, except for degeneration with hints at it. As I said, six, six clarifies it and clears it up, but it's sort of buried under a pile of shit, basically.
0: But as I said in the last podcast, the whole point... I don't mind Carla, I just don't see the whole point of the clone. The whole point of her being a clone is seemingly done for that one scene with Leon and Chris pointing guns at each other.
6: Yeah, the, the entire story, the entire game was based on that one image, I yeah, think.
0: Yeah, I think, no, I think you're right, and, and that's where... And I think they,
6: they, tried, they tried too hard to keep that image relevant, mm-hmm. even though in the game itself it's really, really throwaway. It's just there for us tiny, insignificant scene and is never really touched upon again. There's no real they, conflict. Six did
1: introduce something, though. It gave us a new thread because they introduced basically the Patriots, didn't they? With oh. the family, you know, yeah. they. so...
0: Well, this is it. I mean, I think every Resident Evil fan slated four and five, and yet time has been a bit of a healer for these games, and we kind of look back on them with different eyes depending on the future releases. This may happen with Resident Evil Six, so we, and, you know, John, you just set out what each game kind of introduced we may go in years to come Resident Evil 6 started the C-Virus arc but, but you just know it but won't
1: but like I said I mean with the family I mean like I said Simmons is dead but would you say the family is still at large you know they're
6: still but what's a, the point? A threat what's the point you've got Triso yeah, in exactly
0: the same position
6: there's files in 6 you find it around the point where you beat Simmons. Uh, the ones detailing his transformations actually have notes at the end on the RE.net versions, where one mentions that they are going to try and get the... C-Virus Simmons was infected with, the improved one, and then another one says that they've already chosen a new leader. So
4: it's just, uh, That would be all well and good, but you know in Resident Evil 7 they're not going to be mentioned.
6: <laughs> I think they'd have a better chance of being mentioned than Faisal, really. Or Alex,
4: yeah. That's
0: why you need to go with that t-shirt, Paul. To Japan. <laughs> I love Alex Wesker. Remember him, or something like that.
8: But I already look back on the game with better eyes. It, it doesn't bother me anymore, really. I'm, I'm, I was disappointed, and I still feel a little bit of that disappointment, but it doesn't bother Bother me anymore. I just accepted it's just another entry into the series. But I am pleased for things it did. You know, I'm so pleased Sherry's back and a very likable character. As well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the positive we can take the way they handled Sherry after initial reservation about it. I thought it was a natural progression for the character. She still seems quite vulnerable, I thought, throughout mm. the game. You know, e- even though she's an agent, she's not a particularly good agent. She wasn't like Leon going around with his stupid quips and.
8: <laughs> she does it because she feels she needs to, not because yeah. she actually can.
0: Exactly, and I thought Jake was handled quite well as well. I thought he was quite a good character.
7: Deal?
6: I thought Sherry was good. I like Sherry, but I think her scenario was completely pointless. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake was handled well, but he was pointless as well. So the game could have done a lot better without Carla, Jake's scenario, and Jake himself, really. It could have done a lot better about those. It would have been much more concise and consistent, and it wouldn't have gone on into this Really, really sad, insignificant story. So pretty yeah, much
0: all the, all the new additions, <laughs> apart from Simmons, it was... Yeah, they
6: should have just focused on the government and Ada, and yeah, you know. would have been fine. You would have had a great story.
0: That's all we wanted, really, wasn't it? I mean, as I said, I remember <laughs> Paul, you saying before the game, all we need to know is government's involvement and who a- Ada works for, and I don't think we've really had any of those questions answered.
5: Yeah. What was so frustrating, is, though, that we had a story in waiting that was, you know, perfectly set up in... Um... Lost in Nightmares. It's a game which I actually keep forgetting. It almost gets swallowed up by Resident Evil 5. But the whole the Wesker children, Alex Wesker, whereabouts, I mean, I thought that was absolutely perfect for, uh, you know, a main title that was was progressing something that occurred in a past game.
6: I think they will approach Alex, but I think that from the timing of Lost in Nightmares, I don't think they could have managed to fit him into the concepts they already had for Revelations and 6 since they were pretty gonna- much... I'm going to call it time. now.
1: Alex Wesker become the new leader of the family.
6: Yeah, probably. You never know. And
1: thus, and thus all is redeemed.
5: I, I mean, I don't even think we're going to hear from the family again in the same way that they just suddenly they suddenly appeared in six. Yet, obviously, with no reference in any past game at all. Yet, apparently, we're in the background, which obviously is completely contrived. Because if they were, then they you know they would have had a handle on things that were going on you know in Resident Evil two and three. So, yeah, they.
6: I think that it says they did. Simmons is their leader, and he's the one who ordered for Reckon City to so be completely bombed. Really, he pushed that plan through to the president and whatever, which tied in very well no, Almost okay. was precisely what well, I was hoping for.
1: What about Ron Davis? In my an ideal world, I like to think that Simmons. Ron Davis, and possibly Lansdale, were in
6: collusion. I think it goes like once Raccoon City happened, Simmons or someone else in the government brought up the sterilization operation idea, and then Simmons really vehemently pushed for it, and then that's when the committee that Davis was in was set up, and that's, that's how they are both involved in the thing. <laughs>
4: Killing Simmons off in 6 was the worst thing they could have done as well.
6: I, I totally agree.
4: I actually think he's a great villain, up until the point he gets a injection
8: in his neck.
6: He didn't get enough screen time, and he had an absolutely awful send off, really, if you can call it a send off.
8: I don't hate it though. I I don't I don't hate it. I actually yeah do I, like I
6: don't hate. it. it. I, I think it's a good game, but it's not. It's a meh Resident Evil game, really.
8: And like I say, it has moments that you know I really like. You know I like Sherry reminiscing on old days, and I just think Ada's ending is stunning. It's, I just can't shake it. It's it's brilliant, and I think now we've had this game, and Capcom have got it out of the system. They cannot play any more Ada cards now. The next time we see Ada, I think we are going to have to start learning things about her. I don't think they can just have another game where she leaves a message to Leon and leaves. You know, this is that's it now. It's played. Time for some answers.
6: I think, had they hinted at least at who she works for in six, then I think her final scene would have been much, would be much more able to appreciate it, really, because you still don't really know if she's good, evil, or sort of in between yet.
0: But what answer would have been satisfactory for the fact, I mean, bear in mind a lot of, you know, non hardcore fans, if it turned out that she worked for Tricer, we'd be like, oh, wow, brilliant, or something like that. But then, you know, most normal players wouldn't care less. So it would have to have been someone fairly in the within the game environment. For,
8: for, for, for non-fans. You know, Ada shows that zero remorse for the fact that there's been a big terror attack on her homeland, does she? She's absolutely not, not bothered at all in 6. She never makes one passing comment or anything, does she?
6: I think there's just that one, she does make a reference to, oh, this is, this is terrible. She wasn't joking about causing hell or whatever. And there's just that one scene, one short few seconds of her in the helicopter just looking down all sorrowful and whatever. But because of how the way, the way she's acted, which is like a cocky bitch, basically, she's just, you can't really get a bearing on what she's really thinking, really.
8: But going back, I think the only resolution for Ada, for me personally, would be if it, if it turns out she works for Alex. That's the, that's the only sort of spin they can put on that I would be sort of. All right, that works. Well, yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe one
0: of her. Age.
6: Problem is, I think it wouldn't work really with timeline wise. Yes, I was
8: going
6: to say um... Ada, Ada would be an agent for that Prime Syndicate thing for a couple of years before Bracken City, I assume. And Alex Wesker only really went out in the zone from Umbrella in around a short few months before Lost in Nightmares, I think.
0: But t- talking of like large international corporation and a family that we've touched upon here is the anomaly that I thought was Neo Umbrella
6: and biggest load of shit.
0: I, I yeah, exactly. And who's funding it? No, you don't, you never find out who's really funding it. What's the point of it? And I
6: think the funding part was that the whole thing was really just Carla using the family's resources. Yeah. Right. I think that was the whole deal, but they never actually explain it, so it's f- kind of frustrating. And then the files, when they do hint at it, they literally just hint at it and let you just leave your hand in. Really, it's one one reason. One reason I wish Takanaka would have worked on the files because his files in five explained almost pretty much everything. They left nothing to chance, really.
8: So what is the logistics in Capcom, then? You know, why don't they retain people amongst series? Is it a personal desire for them? Do they just move on to different projects? I can't understand why you wouldn't source that particular person again.
6: Yeah, if... it's it's really... It's really weird, really, because uh I know that with the older games, they were really... It's it's hard to explain, really, because sometimes they're really strict, and then sometimes they're just really lackadaisy about who gets to work on what, because Flagship were able to write the stories for Survivor and, I think, another game, but you can't remember, without the actual approval of Mikami and whatnot, whereas Kawamura, for example, he wasn't able to cover certain things that without Flagship's permission. So it's really just... It's a weird, weird power structure really in Capcom.
4: I mean, I can't understand. I mean, how they had like Sigimura be the main writer up until was it four? Or the original version of four. And since then each story seems to have been written by, you know, a different person. I don't understand why they don't just pick a writer and have him write every single entry, so at least there's a bit of consistency there.
1: My mic's muted all this time. (laughs) I've been talking to myself for the past ten bloody minutes.
0: We've been missing out on your words of wisdom. Yeah,
1: I wonder why no one was replying to me before. Oh, no, have I annoyed anyone? I hope not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, there there is a lot of negatives there. I mean, I didn't particularly like the way the gameplay is going. I ranted and raved in the last one about the controls, and you you got used to it after a while, but... There's little bits that really annoy me, like the kind of double HUD, you know, with the the way you wanted to combine things. It just wasn't as user-friendly as it could have been.
6: Yeah, and in the options, it was either on or off really. So Mm. you couldn't really customize the HUD, make it smaller or anything to make it more appealing to the eye. And Mm -hmm. I think they intentionally went for style over actual substance. You know, substance in the actual design of the HUDs.
0: well yeah i mean it's changed every time you play with a new character isn't it It just seemed a bit yeah and it seems
6: like they just wanted to be fancy rather than actually making it informative because it's really hard to tell what the hud's actually saying half the time Mm -hmm. like first time i looked at it i had no clue what was what so it took a while adjusting to that and then it took a while adjusting to the camera sure
0: I mean, there are good things are like, like, you know, pressing triangle to combine, like, for the grenade launcher was really, was a good little idea, nice little shortcut. Yeah. Pressing one button to activate your herb, I thought was quite a good little way as well.
6: The item menu was really, really terrible. Five had a simple, simple, really simple layout, but six really went out of its way to make it as un- unintuitive as possible. I only went in to really mix herbs and even then it was just two buttons but if I wanted to go to anything else it would have required a lot more so I never went into the menu except for the herb.
0: And then you had the silly idea with the with the uh, with the points as well which I did all the, the skills things wasn't it you know
6: I think that was really just tacked on it yeah. didn't really add anything to the game and I went through the entire game without using one. No. Yeah, so, so, so did, I.
0: So did I, yeah. I. I don't think they'll be making a return.
6: Hopefully not. Just seems like one of those superfluous things they just add for. Superfluous. Superfluous, yes. I'm Irish. (laughs) Leave me alone.
8: It's um, (laughs) worth saying though that the last
6: patch really does improve the camera. I haven't really tested it. I I lost interest in the game after a while.
0: Okay, well, what we can do now, I think, is we can look forward to 2013, hopefully with a bit more excitement than than what 2012 gave us. But you know, there's some there's some good things I think there. So
1: what's coming up? Do we know anything? No, no, we
0: don't. But I think before we grab onto that, what I I don't know, you can't really give a year out of ten, can you? For you you might be able to. Uh, maybe in one word, what did you think 2012 gave us in the has, uh, a series? You know, good, bad, indifferent. John, do, do you want to start us off? Me? Yes.
1: I'd say 2012 started well. It was pretty good, and it had a really shitty ending for me, which I'm still getting over at the moment. Oh wait, you want about the games?
0: Right. <laughs> yes, I suppose um, that, that's still applicable. It sounds, it's that's
1: still applicable, yeah. It still is applicable.
0: Uh, George, what did you think? Wrap up your thoughts on 2012 very quickly, just you know. Good, bad, indifferent, just in general.
5: Yeah, we got a lot, didn't we? We got yeah. loads, fucking hell. Yeah. I mean I wasn't expecting all that. It was um but then a lot of it was shit. Um, <laughs> so um it was kinda like a big surprise, but then a big surprise that was shit. <laughs> okay, that's brilliant.
7: Pretty...
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, it promised a lot, but it was disappointing really. I think the main series needs to be put to bed for a couple of years now while we uh, go back to the drawing board and reevaluate things. I think.
0: Uh, start
4: this.
8: I think I'm similar, exactly the same as Bats there. For a year that started off with so much promise, so, so much. The fact that we're having this conversation and it's going as it is tells tales of the year Capcom's had. And it's just nice to see that they are acknowledging it with a lot of comments recently, and I do genuinely believe, and I'm not just saying this, that Resident Evil 6 marks the end of that particular chapter of Capcom's game development. Don't think we'll see a game of its ilk again.
6: And Paul? Revelations was good. I really hope they leave off the main series for a while, like Batman, but I hope they keep giving us a bit more uh, Revelations-like titles.
1: Hope! What, so, more revelations,
6: yeah. less Operation Raccoon City. Basically, yeah.
0: Hope is what every man clings on to. We'll swiftly move on to our hopes for 2013.
6: Also, <laughs> I hope, I really, really hope they do not remake or reboot anything because I really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could not be fucked.
0: I was about to get on that because there's talk, isn't there? Well, I don't know about anyone. What, what will anyone that be for the court? site? Everyone's talking about. Because RE6 didn't do particularly well sales-wise, and the review scores were diabolical, there's talk of reboot, and we've had that interview with someone... Yeah,
6: I, I don't get the logic. The new team just really doesn't like survival horror. They complain about this, and then they want them to go remake the survival horror game?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can I say something here, though? This is very dangerous for Project Umbrella, and for men like us, because it's like, imagine they do a reboot, all this knowledge we've accumulated over don't. the years is gonna be obsolete. Don't. What, what kind of a world, a world, you know, a world of reboots? Where do men like
0: us fit in a world like that? We don't. We'll be putting old folks' homes. Going. Do you remember when Leon escaped? Back in the city? <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, that didn't happen. You sat I... the Queen then. They <laughs> all suffered a salad the Queen to be. A reboot would, I mean, I think I would possibly end the series. I'd rather end the series than have a reboot. I mean, Tomb Raider's going down the route now, isn't it? The new one. done do, it again.
5: You've got, you've got Pokemon you can go to. I do have... we, What
0: are we going to do? Yeah,
8: it's true.
0: Did you say can Tomb rebo- Raider's doing it again? Is it twice it's rebooted
8: it? Yeah, re- rebooted with Tomb Raider Legend.
6: If there's a reboot, oh, did it? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah they rebooted with Tomb Raider Legend, reboot rebooted again with the new one.
1: I say this: if there's a reboot, Nick's will be into like Pokemon, doing all stuff on that you know, on fan sites of Pokemon. <laughs> the rest of us poor sods be queuing up outside the doll office.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Pokemon podcast. We'll be looking back at Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, uh... this <laughs> is scary.
1: Start reading
5: books again. <laughs> yeah, under no I've circumstances should
8: meat. they reboot the series. It's no. pointless. Why? Why throw that story away when you can just simply move it in a new direction and retain that story? Yeah, I There's mean, no...
0: a, a reboot is entirely pointless because you could go after Resident Evil Six. The the world came to a grind, not grinding halt, but the biohazard outbreaks stopped. The BSA had won their war, and for all intents purposes, biohazard outbreaks and biohazard warfare had come to an end. But...
8: Yeah, so it leaves it leaves Ada. So go in that direction. Exactly, and Leon, go after Ada.
0: Exactly, I mean, and then they
8: go. But then, you know, twenty years later, Alex will <laughs> oh, go. No. no, that's <laughs> Something... just as bad. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's then... when you start dealing with Chris and Jill's son taking over the reins, and oh,
0: but, <laughs> least, <laughs> it would be a reboot of
8: sorts. I'd much prefer that
0: than having. Oh my
1: god, can you imagine that? Can you imagine if we went down that route, like, say, 20 years from now, they're still making Resident Evil games, but it's about Chris and Jill's son or daughter It's or like something Tron
8: like that. Legacy, I'm telling all,
1: you. Yeah, and all these young kids, you know, all these new fans, 20 years from now, are like, oh yeah, and stuff. And then they come us and we're like, ah oh, yes, Chris Redfield, I knew your father. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we served time. We served together back in, you know, Raccoon City. <laughs> <laughs> like, war <laughs> stories.
6: In 6, in Aida's campaign, whenever she sees Chris going after Carla on the jeep, she says, oh, it's just like a Raccoon City reunion. Chris wasn't in Raccoon City.
8: That's what I, I've thought about before, yeah.
6: And she has never met him, ever.
1: You mentioned, like, an analogy to Tron Legacy, but it'd be more like Mass Effect. Like, our kids are like, tell me another story about the Chris Redfield. <laughs>
8: You just touched on something, Paula. I didn't mention in the rest six podcast. But how has Chris simply never heard of Ada in like fifteen years? How? How is that possible?
6: <laughs> I think it's just because she's only been around whenever Leon's been involved for some contrived reason.
8: But surely through Shh. you know maintaining information, they you know Leon
6: possibly. No, I don't. It. I don't. Th- I don't think Leon's ever actually mentioned Ada because. Yeah. He mentions Krauser and stuff in his report at the end of four, and he oh, mentions right. the remnants of Umbrella, but he doesn't mention Ada for some reason.
4: Well, he's protective at... of her, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's yeah, protective. Of her works actually. Yeah. He knows. Right. He knows she's a bit shifty. So. You know,
6: he knows she's a bit shifty, but you know, he knows that she's not gonna use something to destroy the world or whatever.
4: Exactly. If he did mention in reports, the BSAA would probably be after her. That's good. Okay, you've sold me on that
0: one. So that's collectively. Then we can all hope. There better not be a
8: bloody reboot. Reboot films. Reboot the, the live action films. Do that. They've no.
6: s- they've still got quite a lot of hanging plot threads. Somehow they've got Tricell, Alex Wesker, the family, See, and then we're meant Ada. A
8: pod- we're meant to be
1: a podcast of fans, but the vibe I'm getting right now is a bunch of old, desperate men trying to cling on to like no. the old
8: <laughs> ideals.
1: Who can't let go. They're afraid no, of change.
8: It, it, it can be great again. It's had a it's had a, a misstep this year, but it, you know
6: it's merely a I think back. I think they really need to try and iron out who is actually the creative people on the team rather yeah, than the people okay. just faffing about trying to throw and shoot see what sticks really. Like Sasaki, I wasn't actually expecting him to be so I don't know, just Passionate? really no not not even he was Wait, who's Sasaki pretty, again? The guy who suggested He's... that every Ada you've seen in the series is a clone. Oh, a thank different god clone. that was shame.
8: Who actually <laughs> who actually ruled that idea off?
6: Uh, I think it was, probably, it, it was probably it was probably because he was the one actually supervising the entire story and making sure everything connected to the previous games.
1: Well who's that so. geezer that did the um what is it? The guy who did Umbrella Chronicles, that young looking guy.
6: That was like, Kawata, I think. Kawata,
1: yeah. yeah. What what's is is he getting good? Should we get rid of him? He he, he oh, was get rid of him.
4: Get rid of
6: him. Uh, <laughs> I think he's good, sort of. Except that he kind of, with the Chronicles games, he tried, he should have just stuck to either 4 or the old gameplay style. He shouldn't have went trying to get a light gun system out of it. But he knows, he knows that he's already like went on the interviews and said that he likes survival horror, but survival horror is not as profitable anymore. And he thinks the series should at least experiment with Revelations type games, ORC type games, and then a sort of Midway game, which was meant to be 6.
0: We've got Dead Space 3 coming out next year. let do a
6: beat up based on Resident Evil. I'd play it. A beat up game. They did
0: that with Onimusha, though, didn't they? Oh, yeah, you know they the... did. Why not do Resident Evil? Do you
4: know what they should do just to wash away some of that bitter taste and get the fans back on side is just do a hd port of remake that would be nice oh i know it would take a little bit of effort but surely it'd be worth it
6: yeah i think they'd be better off the thing is they'd be probably end up having to convert all the well not convert since they've already got the base actually i think they could just redo all the pre-rendered backgrounds in hd since they have the 3d backgrounds already because of Umbrella Chronicles mm. and stuff. All I really need to do is upscale or just retexture, really.
0: Um, George, you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the podcast about Revelations and a potential sequel. Um, I assume this is something that we would all like to see.
6: Hmm. Definitely, um, yeah.
4: But it needs to be a proper sequel, as in the need to bring the whole cast back. I think. Yeah, mm.
8: Jessica and um,
4: the need to exploit that tri-cell connection as well, and I'd bring back Wesker.
6: I actually think. What? I'd what? Be... Whoa,
0: whoa! 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 What?
4: <laughs> well we, you could set you could set a revelation sequel in about 2007.
6: You could explain West's well, right, okay, you could explain the company he worked for before going to Tricell.
4: Yeah, you could explain his early relationship with Tricell and Yeah,
6: and HCF and whatever. Yeah, and l exposition.
0: I hope you're writing all this down Paul so you can take this to Japan.
6: Don't forget uh, to bring a monopoly board. Yeah. But if I do go to Capcom's Japan thing, I actually would definitely try and make s- suggestions or something, just or at least ask what they're doing and then try and make some sort of comment about it. But you should just uh...
0: go, just go in there and go. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul
1: Birch. I'm on Project Umbrella. You've probably heard of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Oh yeah. You you did the um sort of like all the analysis on. Yes, that was me. All of it
6: uh, because I want to get into the games industry myself and work at Capcom imagine that you're working on games in
1: the series, imagine that as an idea. You'd be like the liaison between, like, you know, the East and West.
0: What does everyone else hope for? Any new titles? Do you think we're gonna get a Resident Evil 7 announcement next year, or do you think we're gonna get an Orc? Was,
5: was I not paying attention
0: to at this year, Nick?
5: Did we miss out Mahawa Desire? This year, oh.
0: sorry, of yeah, course, cool,
5: sorry, yeah. We didn't mention Mahawa Desire in the 2012
6: retrospective. I think Mahara Desire is kind of okay, but I think they've really botched up the release schedule for it, because it's meant to be a prequel to 6, but 6 has come and gone. For quite a few months now, and so far
5: nothing that I've read in the European release uh, editions has really any
6: significant connection. Yeah, for Resident Evil six, six six actually spoiled my desire because I think the manga was meant to explain the lepotizza and how that came to be created, but six actually has a file that actually just says outright right, where it came from? Where did it come from?
1: I'm curious. I
6: don't know. Uh, they experimented on a student at the school in the manga. Subject C sixteen or something.
5: Because I mean, it's really just fucking Centrinians, isn't it? Resident Evil goes centrillion.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I said, anyone no wants to add anything
4: else to look forward to? I I mean, like archives three. <sighs> yeah, archives three, please.
6: Yeah, d- definitely. Actually, uh, about that, I was actually wondering the other day about what the Plaga in, in Damnation was. I think it's actually just Type 2, only it's on its own now. You can actually see it independently. Because I compared the uh, picture of the Plaga in 4 to the picture of the Plaga you see in the, the movie itself on the way DOS and one of the files that Svetlana's reading. It actually looks like, like they're two different types. So I assume the one in Damnation is the uh, Type 2 one because it. I don't see what else it could be really now. But I really don't know why they decided to make the Ganado so zombie-like.
0: I mean, I don't, I know, I don't like to bring up the live action, but we could get another, pro- mm. inevitably
8: another announcement. Mm.
6: I'm pretty so sure has been, they already. Has I'm been pretty, today, pretty Yeah, think. they announced that they were making two more after. Oh yeah,
8: six, six and seven has been announced today. Has it really? And, and a possible
4: reboot. It
6: Millie needs Uf. to die.
4: Yeah, it does. Miliovich got nominated for Razzie today as well.
6: Has yeah, <laughs> worst actress. Ah,
0: excellent. For
4: what film? Retribution.
6: Yes. For all of them, hopefully.
4: <laughs> I haven't seen Retribution yet. So. Why
6: do you like it? Why
4: do you like them, Nick? They're utter I shit. Like, I like Even, the fur, uh, even I... if they're not Resident Evil, they're still shit films. What's I I, like
8: I,
1: I, 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 I wrong with you?
4: Giggle. I did have a good giggle at Sally
8: Carthill being painfully dubbed over the Ada actress. In the movie, I didn't realise
4: they'd done that, and it's a bad dub. All five of them are just poor films. Oh, I like the first
6: one. Yeah, I never really got how people like them, even as the first as one's just...
4: bollocks. It's just a cheap <laughs> aliens clone with no character development whatsoever. <laughs> it's shit.
6: I think the only thing people remember in the first one is the laser scene. That's yeah. it. That's and the that only should... really w- memorable I wanna,
1: scene. I want just. I think we should do an entire podcast. That's like an hour of John just ranting about the films. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so easy to listen to his voice. Did it's you like guys it's... see
8: that video on um? Oh, what's that website called? Red Letter Media, where they watched the movies.
4: Oh, it was, yeah, they they laugh pretty much all oh, the way yeah. through all four yeah. of them.
7: I've seen that actually.
4: <laughs> The only way I'll watch Resident Evil Six if, is if Sienna Glory gets her tits out.
1: <laughs> Typical mank, there isn't it? Typical mank,
4: just like it's yeah. That's the only up. way Paul Anderson will get my money. If she gets her baps out,
0: yeah. On that note. <laughs> 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 we, sh- we shall move on to Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard Quiz.
5: Their minds will be tested. I, I have an answer, but it's based on a thread that Welsh made. Experiments
0: will be undertaken. I've been told by the boss that you have to be deducted a point. Fuck off.
3: Great knowledge is needed.
8: I got a massive knot out of five
3: last time. And a new power will arise. Jesus Christ. What question is
5: You said these
8: pictures weren't hard. I said know. I don't
5: I don't I don't know. what don't what I eating in 1985? Behind the
1: George Trevor, the
7: Batman, and Star's Tyrant. It's time
3: for Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard Quiz!
0: Mr. Spencer. So, hello and welcome to the second of the new series of Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard Quiz. Uh, A quick recap of the scores. We'll start off with the guest scores Ridley on four, Wonder on four, Rombie and Welsh, and Smiley, and Archelon on three, Syndra two and a half, Syndra and Zombie Fred on one. Our special guest for today is Mr Spencer, so welcome back to the quiz, you know the rules.
5: I'm so confused, haven't our scores been set to zero? You
0: have, so let's have a recap of our normal players. Batman, you are currently in the lead on three points, George Trevor, you are on two points, and you are joint second with Ty, who's also on two points.
1: So what happened to all the points I accumulated from the last sort of...
0: Well, if you listen to the conclusion of the... Podcast two podcasts before you would have seen the exciting climactic end to series one of the quiz. How it ended with George Trevor winning.
7: <gasps>
1: he
4: uh, won? I, uh, I I I've got fresh, go. I've got a fresh dispute about that by the
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Batman had this. He had. No,
4: it. no, it wasn't.
5: Let it lied It was months ago, and he's still bitter about it. <laughs> it.
4: I I actually listened back to it a few weeks ago, and. Oh, yeah. You actually finish last. Mr. Spencer has half a point more than you. And because Nick's little plan wasn't working, he just randomly says, we don't like half a point. <laughs> <laughs> so let round you up. <laughs> 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 so I like how he thinks he was cheated somehow. In a virtual quiz. So the only way you qualified for the final <laughs> in the first place is because Nick, let's round you up. It's
0: just a quiz. It's not the FA Cup final. Right. <laughs> right. So the same rules
1: apply.
4: Yeah, I like
0: the way
5: I like the way Nick just completely dismisses that.
1: Really. <laughs> what was the prize anyway? Was there a
0: prize? Um, it was a Resident Evil sweatband. <laughs> yeah, which which I which I'm still waiting for. Well, you haven't sent me your address, <laughs> so I can send it to you. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's the same rules apply, but um, for Mr. Spencer's um, benefit, there is now a uh, lifeline that all players can use. It's the Ask Newsbot lifeline. Ask
7: Newsbot. <laughs>
0: Upon which every uh, player can, at one point during the, uh, the quiz, ask Newsbot if they don't think they know the answer.
6: It's kind of a bad lifeline because I don't really know anything. Well, it, it,
0: sure, but it, it's the risk that the players take. Um, I I have to submit that as your answer. Do you? When do you do that? You do that. So if I ask the so if I ask question one and you go, I have no idea about this one, I'm going to ask Newsbot. You say it at that okay. point, but of course, regular players, so Batman, George, and Stars. So you can only use this lifeline once in the next eight podcasts. So <laughs> you have to yes, yes, yes. So you have to use, use it wisely. Whereas Mr. Spencer, you get to use it once during this quiz because you are <laughs> going to probably be on it now. So you could, any- I,
1: could I come on it on a regular basis now if that's all right. I mean, could we friends <laughs> we be friends again. We could be friends again.
0: We'll see how it goes, but Mr. Spencer, if, if you don't know one of the answers, you just tell me that you want to ask News.
1: Let's make a compromise. I'll come back as a regular guest if I have the lifeline in every sort of quiz we do.
0: <laughs> right, okay, everyone clear on the rules? All right. Yeah. So let's move on with question number one, and this comes from our regular contributor, El Veltro. Now, from Resident Evil 5, what is the name of the butchery from Resident Evil 5? <sighs> oh. Can I put this
1: on Notepad here, real
0: quick? You could... I always use Notepad. Open up your Notepad. There we go.
8: Yeah, I got
0: this one. So I thought that that's that quite a good little question.
8: So yeah, it is a good question. It's quite obvious, but I can't remember it. Got me answer, yeah.
0: Excellent. So, uh, moving on to question number two. This is a difficult question, also from El Veltro, and I would be amazed if anyone gets this, but what is the brand name for Ada's laptop in Damnation? <laughs> I never fucking saw Damnation. <laughs> now, I, I have some guidance notes from El Veltro. Apparently, you had to slow the film down to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Half, 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 half speed and then pause it on one frame.
5: God, it's like a scene from, what is it, like from The Ring? So it's it that old videotape I managed to squeeze onto the edge. So...
4: It's harder than QI, this. <laughs> <laughs> University uh, challenge. I'm not sure
0: if Newsbot's going to know that one, Mr. Spencer, so I'm not quite sure if you, if you want to use your life. I'm not using my lifeline oh, on this that... one,
1: no, I think I know the can, answer. Is it a real can, brand or is
0: it a, a made-up made one? Made-up brand. Oh, can God. you repeat that oh. question? What is the brand name for Ada's laptop in Damnation? Oh, for
5: fuck's sake. Well, anyone that gets that's obviously just been on Google.
0: I doubt it's even on Google. Right.
5: I don't know, because I'm looking at Not now. even the internet, though. God help <laughs> us all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like syllables. That sounds a, a bit of charade. <laughs> um, How does that work on Skype? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like Tabasco. Oh. Right. Question number three. The Queen Zenobia has the world's largest
8: what?
5: Someone's blatantly typing in the background.
0: That's me on notepad.
8: I'm typing on my notepad, yeah, I'm doing the same. It's
0: catching what? on, it's catching on. Question number four. Present Evil Zero this time. Name one of the correctional facility inmates that were deceased, disposed, oh, and discarded. I'm just... I
5: just was typing this out the other day.
0: Remember, you can use your lifeline if you need it.
5: These are the 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 inmates
0: that were used as test subjects. Correct, but there's quite a few. Some were transferred to Arklay. Some were.
1: Okay, before I use my lifeline, can I just say something? Paul, do you, how are your chances of maybe knowing this answer?
6: Yeah, pretty high since I have the file open. <laughs> <laughs> can I actually? My, will that be Nick, legit? I'm going to.
0: <laughs> Only one of you can use it. Who's going to use? Is anyone going to use the lifeline? Yeah, go
5: on. Oh wait. So, because the life, the point of that is obviously to only use it if you think Paul's going to know the answer.
0: Correct. And you only get to use it once, so if Sean will use it now, you'll never, like never get to use it again. It's a guaranteed answer, isn't it? It is. someone going to give me the magic words?
1: I'm going to use my lifeline on this one.
0: Ah, but Right. Right, that means, Sean, you cannot. Okay. Okay, moving on uh, to question number five. How did the nemesis arrive on Rockfort Island? What? Mm-mm. What do you mean? This is a dream sequence, wasn't it? That's the question. How did the nemesis arrive on Rockford Island? Shall I put little brackets according to Gun Survivor 2? Oh. Yeah, the
6: files in Gun Survivor are sort of... Oh. Shaky ground on Canon, but they're generally yeah. Canon. Mm,
0: mm. I
1: didn't even think you could include Gun Survivor 2. So we're not allowed to use the internet to help us out with no, this, No, not right?
0: really, because that defeats the whole point. Oh, what that's... if I took really? out my
1: copy of Gun Survivor 2 and looked at the manual? Would that be still...?
0: Might oh, be, I have no idea.
1: I don't think
6: the files are in the manual. <laughs> I'll have a look at my manual, hang on.
0: Well, that concludes the quiz. Join us after this one, we'll run through the answers. Take him
7: getting rid of us, that I'm the best driver the PSA has got!
0: Resident Evil 6, you played it, you can't unplay it!
8: We're looking at
0: zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, welcome back to Bio Newsies' a Quiz. Very interesting questions this round. Let's see how everyone did. So, starting with question number one, which came from El LVoltro. What is the name of the butchery from Resident Evil 5? I think I got this. Okay, it's confident from Mr Spencer. Go on.
1: Pygmy me Meats.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> some noises? Pygmy <Pick> me Meats, okay. <laughs> <isn't laughs> <it? laughs> Batman?
4: Uh, corner corner a me butchery.
0: Okay. Uh, Stars Torrent?
4: Yeah, I've no idea.
8: No idea. George Trevor?
5: <laughs> John's obviously... I, I've just put corner butchery.
8: Oh. Yeah, it all
5: sounds familiar. I think the Batman's got a word that I've obviously missed
0: out. Batman is correct. Is corner pie me butchery.
5: Where did what? I get pygmy from then? Well, it's close. Did you obviously misread it when you looked it up on Google Images?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't read, George. I don't read books.
0: That's <laughs> a so very, very good, uh, Batman. Question number two is ridiculous. What is the name of Ada's laptop in Damnation? The clue was it sounds a bit like Tabasco. Did anyone know this?
1: <laughs> I took a guess.
0: No. Okay, uh, Batman, any ideas? We can have a guess. Uh, no idea. No idea. Oh, George?
8: Absolutely no idea.
0: No one's going to hazard a guess. It sounds I, a bit I,
1: said, like... I said
0: Sabasco. Sabasco. <laughs> Ty? Zabasco. Oh, it, it's no point. Uh, Newswatch, <laughs> out of curiosity, did you know this one?
6: Or oh, was that the laptop one? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, 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 not
0: so. It's Yasco. Y S S A C O. think true. That question was a little Thank bit you. too. <laughs> What's the word? Pedantic. I'm <laughs> so lucky there, folks. So Question number three was The Queen Zenobia has the world's largest what? Mr. Spencer, did you... I'm going to have to come to you first. Swimming pool. Swimming pool. Uh, Ty? Promenade. Promenade. George Trevor?
4: (laughs) Discothèque. Discotech. Batman? Gone for Promenade as well.
0: Interesting. It's points for Mr. Spencer. It is the world's largest on-board swimming pool. Come on. I know I'm all about that (laughs) shit, they anyone alive. Promenade had three floors, but well done, Mr. Spencer there. Okay, question number four. uh, Was name one of the correctional facility inmates that were deceased, disposed, and discarded? Now, we'll come to Mr. Spencer last, because obviously he's played his lifeline. So, George, I need what There's four. Uh, One, two, three. But it's four that you can choose, so go on, have a go.
5: Well, I thought there was more than four, because I wrote the list out the other day. For a thread to do with test subjects.
0: There's lots of test subjects. You're right, but there's only a four that were deceased, disposed, and discarded. Others were sent to play facility and things. Oh, like Oh, I that. see.
5: Well, the, I, the one I wrote down because he just had a slightly odd, funny name that sounded like Midge or There, there was a someone initial D, surname Midge.
0: Okay.
5: <laughs> I, thought, I just thought it was a bit funny. It yeah. Sounded slightly sexual. <laughs>
0: Okay. Batman, did you have uh, any idea?
4: I've got a friend at work called Alex Davids, and his claim to fame is that he's a test subject in Resident Evil Zero. Is he?
0: Oh, that's interesting.
5: Can you, sorry, can I just can you just repeat that surname again, please, John? Davids. Davids, with an S?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stars Tyrant? Yeah, um... No. (laughs) No, Nothing? right. okay. And Mr. Spencer, you have played your lifeline, and you want to ask Newsbot... So, let's ask Newsbot.
6: K. Matthews.
0: And, Mr. Spencer, I assume you're accepting that answer?
6: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's points for Mr. Spencer, and it's points for George Trevor. It's K. Matthews, D. Midge, O. Terence, or Jerry O.
8: There
5: was a David. There the... is.
0: I don't think he was deceased, disposed, and disguised. He preserved
8: the
6: specimen.
0: Ah, uh, there we so... go. Oh.
6: Don't let the uh, David Davids bother you too much, because in Japanese they're really... There's no differentiation between the...
5: But I, th- I think it's important in terms of making sure Batman doesn't get a point, though. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hang on, what was the question? Was he a it, name in that file? Yes. Yeah. Who
6: the... was deceased, disposed, and discarded, though. Your guy was preserved. Yeah,
4: your guy was, was specimenized. Oh, right. mm. I didn't know that.
6: I don't even know if that's a word, but I'll you to check on that.
0: <laughs> and finally, we move to question number five, is how did the nemesis arrive on Rockfall Island? Mister Spencer, do you know this one? Boat. tie, boat. Helicopter. Helicopter. George?
5: Helicopter. And I'm, I'm just guessing because I, I've had nothing
0: to do with Survivor 2. Okay.
4: And Batman? Wasn't he shipped there in like a crate or something? Ooh.
0: Well, the actual answer is submarine. <laughs> it's yes. a out of five. kind <laughs> of <cattle>, right. Well, <laughs> submarine
1: <laughs> is a boat, isn't it?
0: Well, this is interesting because I, I remember yeah. we spoke about QI earlier. There was an episode, is a submarine a boat? I, I think I might have to give it to Mr. Spencer. Because think... you
1: think about it, German U boats, they're called U boats, mm. undersea boaten. Undersea boat, you know, boat.
4: Mm. Underwater boat. It could have been shipped there in a box in a submarine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> no. Uh,
0: ooh, Newsy? Is yeah. any rolling on any points there? Surely you would have to say it's submarine, wouldn't you? This <laughs> in the Navy. It's a naval thing, <laughs> is
6: Hang on, I'll Wikipedia.
0: Sub- <laughs> yeah, let's consult Wiki to determine if, <laughs> if a submarine is a boat. The noun submarine is
1: evolved as a short form of submarine boat.
0: Because I don't think a ship is a boat, according to Stephen Fry. Let's have let's, let's, let's historically a ship is a vessel with sails rigged in a specific manner and a
1: submarine... No 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 no
6: wait wait, wait that's nope.
1: ships. A submarine is classified as a boat and not as a ship,
6: because ships have yep. sails. With... For readings of naval tradition, submarines are usually referred to as boats rather than as ships, regardless of their size.
0: Uh so no points for Batman. But a point for Mr. Spencer there for boat.
6: It's a, you see? Technicality, but yeah.
0: Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> that concludes our quiz, so let's have a look at the final scores. The strongest player, because they're holding everyone up, it's Ty with zero points. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear, dear. In joint second is the Batman and George Trevor with a measly one, which means our winner. With our guest for this evening It's Mr. Spencer. With three out of five cashback.
5: <laughs> Don't do, I, I, listen. It's all about the long game. Just remember what happened at the end of last season. It's all
0: about the long game. So let's add up the let's add up the scores then for our regular players. Batman, you uh, are now on four points. George Trevor, you've moved up to three points, and Stars Tyrant, you remain on your two points. Two. It's the Spencer, you join, obviously, the guests as well, which puts you joint second with Romby, Welsh, and Smiley, and Archelon. Could I
1: start from this new series?
0: Uh, potentially, if, if you're bothered to come to these podcasts.
1: I w- I'm sorry. I will be here, don't worry. It's
0: <laughs> <I need> to- <laughs> So, that, that concludes uh, Neptune News' bar has a quiz. Join us next time when we'll have some more questions. There we go there we go an excellent quiz for everyone thank you very much oh. playing.
1: i'm not gonna lie if i scored shit on that most i wouldn't have come back because i scored quite well and we're gonna keep on no it's a joke it's too bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> so well that that was a, an eventful podcast i think next podcast we're finally going to be going back to the games and some of the old style games i think most of our podcasts from about september onwards have been all about brand new releases so next podcast, I think we're going to be doing Resident Evil Survivor at last. Yay. Yay. I know, uh, George, you're quite sick of playing the game. You've been playing <laughs> I, it in anticipation of.
5: Yeah, I just. Assumed, I was playing it, waiting for a podcast that never really turned up, and I just kept playing it and playing it and playing it.
0: Okay, <laughs> so you've got a good experience of it, is he about to tell us I, what you think? I do like the
5: story, it's very good.
0: Okay, so that, that's something to look forward to. So, what's the date at the moment? It's the... 10th. 10th isn't it? So, I don't know, four weeks' time, maybe? Three, four weeks' time? Survivor podcast? Certainly. Yep, groovy. That'd be great, so we'll look forward to that. And anyone, anyone wants to say any parting words? Happy New Year to everyone at Project Umbrella?
8: I think I'll say that, I've just said well, i have a pint. Just to the community. Keep the faith. It will get better. <laughs> this, is the low, this is the low point. It's only up from here.
0: That's optimistic words, Sean. And I think on that note, we can finish the podcast. I'd like to thank you all very much for joining me this evening. And um, it's a welcome return to the podcast. after quite a long break over the uh, Christmas period. So uh, happy new year to all our listeners. Enjoy the podcast and enjoy the uh, new year. and. Try not to get too drunk like Mr. Spencer. So it's goodbye from me, Neptune. Goodbye from me, Batman.
6: Goodbye from me, Newsbug. Goodbye,
0: goodbye from me, George
8: Trevor. Goodbye from me, Star Tyrant.
1: Goodbye from me, Mr. Spencer. And
8: just to the community. Keep the faith. This is the low point. It's only up from here it will get better.